what's going on? It's Jesse Lee. This is episode 125 of the show with Elena Cardone. I'm super excited for you to hear this episode. She goes through a lot with relationships and making sure you're building together the way you should. She talks about the different ways where you can be the boss of parts of your household and your partner can be the parts of other parts of the life as well to create the life of your dreams and so much more. I really think you're going to enjoy this episode. And if you do, I just ask you to do one thing and that is screenshot this bad boy, tag Elena Cardone on Instagram and tag me at I'm Boss Lee on Instagram and the stories so we can make sure we share these and get the message out. She was great to interview and I love it because she's such a powerful woman. I hope you enjoy this episode of the show and if you do, make sure you go to wherever you listen to this podcast. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you leave a review. I appreciate every single five-star review. Enjoy the show. And today's podcast reviewer that I'm going to read out loud for everybody is Chris underscore Deer. Five-star review, where have you been all my life? Jesse Lee, where have you been all my adult life and how have I not found you before now? You are just what I need in the morning to hype me up and get me ready for the day. You have gold and you give it away to those of us who follow you. You are amazing and I am so glad I stumbled upon you. Thank you. Thank you for writing that, Chris underscore dear. I really appreciate you. And for those of you who leave the reviews, they mean a lot to me. And I definitely read them on days when maybe I'm feeling a little down. And if you are also going for the word of the podcast, we are on the second letter of this one. So go back and listen to the last episode if you missed it. The letter of this podcast is E as in Elena. I hope you love episode 125 of the show. And uh, I hope you guys get a lot out of it. Enjoy. Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It's Jesse Lee. You can call me hashtag Boss Lee or the People's Mentor. And you are in for such a treat on this episode today. You know I'm all about the bosses. I don't call them lady bosses or girl bosses or any of that crap. She is totally a boss who's going to come on here and just rip today. I know it for sure. You definitely know who she is. And so I'm excited to take you through so many things that I've learned from her. Uh, but she is just a wealth of knowledge. And on top of that, she has had a successful career of her own where she started as an actress. She's an author. She's a businesswoman. She's a public speaker. She's known for building empires as well. She's a huge visionary, which I am just obsessed with. Y'all know how I feel about vision. Between her and her husband, they have a billion dollar empire that is growing to multi-billions. And what I just love so much, and I'm sure we're going to get into it today, is she maintains not only this massive, massive career and tremendous success, but the center of everything that she does is around her marriage to Grant and her two gorgeous, super talented daughters. I'm so impressed by them when they're on stage, Sabrina and Scarlett. They live in Miami, but you can always catch them everywhere because they've got their jet. They're so extra, extra read all about it. I cannot even. I'm obsessed. With no further ado, please make sure you screenshot this, put it in your stories, tag myself and none other than Elena Cardone. How are you? I am so good and what an awesome introduction. Thank you. Absolutely. You're you're unreal and you're so talented in business and your own success, but so much of what draws me to you it started when we I saw you at 10X for the first time. I'd already met you before in Vegas at, at Bradley's office, and we, we chatted a little bit there. I made a Chanel joke um, about you and your guns and, and all that. I feel like you're one of the people who shot the coronavirus. Like, I feel like you'd be one of those uh, to get rid of it. You just took care of it. Um, but I was so impressed with you at 10X a couple of years ago and the way you explained the dynamics of what you refer to as 10X relationships and how you've really turned this into another part of your brand. And I, I love watching your relationship with Grant. I think it's so important that in a time when sometimes women are kind of trying to find themselves, 
you are such a powerful woman. And then you have this super powerful relationship around it. And I'd love to touch on that a little bit today. So, let's do it. Okay. I don't know if you had anything you want to say about that. So, so let's talk about that. How does a powerful woman find a powerful man and keep their love and their relationship at the center of everything they do? Because I know how much you talk about that. Well, Grace, I know from the other room, you know, one of the, the big things that we've sort of evolved our relationship into is really figuring out how to be on the same page and the same team with the same vision and the same goals. That's what's really unified us as a team because we're, 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 we're fighting for the same thing. We're not um, going off in two different directions with two different missions, not supporting each other. So that's what's kept me focused on on him and for and on us for so long is because you know I, I believed in his product I believe in how much it can help people I've seen it I've witnessed it firsthand I want to help other people have his information so they can succeed in life so when you have those goals big enough you're willing to let little things slide that normally you wouldn't in a relationship like you know some of the the, the times I can perceive well oh he's lacks here in this department or or whatever i i look at the big picture and look at the big overall viewpoint of where we're going and those things kind of don't matter as much at the time you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. uh, it's just when we focus so much on bigger picture the littler stuff no longer matters because I'm not sitting there trying to fight him or vie for power, a power position. I'm trying to figure out how to work in a coordinated effort with him to get us to another level. And that, and, and that also um, encompasses everyone that we touch coming up with us through the ranks, so to speak. So when, when you're thinking in those big terms and that helps with being um, together with someone on the same mission, because now it's no longer about, oh, you know, he, he leaves the toothbrush in, in a puddle and he steals my toothbrush and it's disgusting and I hate him for it. You know, when you're working on big picture things, all of a sudden you can start solving your own problems. I give you that one little example because it's those little things that can tick away over relationships over a long enough period of time that aren't willing to play bigger games. Then the game becomes comes he won't stop putting stealing my toothbrush and leaving it in a puddle of water next to the sink that's be, that's what the relationship comes down to like vying for power like that like that's how small it gets down to and i know because it's happened in mine not just with that i'm like i told him to please stop stealing the toothbrush why does he keep doing it you know, but when you're playing big games, like you want to change the world and you have a vision and, and you're both mutually agreed upon big decisions like that, all of a sudden the unwanted toothbrush becomes about how can I solve my own problems? I can buy a whole stack of toothbrushes and keep them under the sink. And the next time he steals my toothbrush, I can move it over to his sink and I can get a new one. And I'm still focused on my dreams and I'm not trying to change him to make him understand that he has to change. <laughs> his ways to live with me that's just one thing but don't you realize 
when you live with someone, those things happen with so many areas and that's what's killing relationships. What's killing relationships is they're not thinking big enough. And when you're not thinking big enough, you start, your game becomes to uh, attack each other and it will go all the way down to something as small as a toothbrush. (laughs) I think that's so powerful. And I think so many people are sitting there like, oh my gosh, I screamed at her to do the stupid dishes, but why? Right. And so I, <laughs> I love stuff like that. It's so, so impactful. So I want to know then, because I, I have a feeling you really were a big part of the vision because I know Grant has been a workhorse for God knows how long, but I specifically remember him saying that you were the one that told him that he's not thinking big enough and he needs to become a billionaire. And so I kind of want to know, because I know you're powerful, he's very powerful. Then you came together, it's like worlds collided, kaboom, like here we are, Cardone Enterprises. So I want to know, like, where, where does your, did your role fit in? And how did that, in particular, you turn this into what it has become? Because I know it has a lot to do with you. Okay, well, first off, and I I really appreciate that acknowledgement, and I'll tell you the answer to that, but I don't want any of that to negate um, my role in it and or anything I say from this point forward to negate what my husband has actually had to do and pound and push and shove. And he's his role in all of that is is more effort and work. And so he really needs to be acknowledged for being able to implement the vision. And so having that being said, I just want you to think with that, but you asked me what my role is, which is not the only role. It's just a tip of it. And he really took it and ran with it. So, okay. So what I did to help the empire is years back and it's pretty much started in 2008 when I was willing to trade in my acting career in order to trade up for this vision that I had about this empire. And so I've always been a big thinker. And in 2008, I had seen my husband for the first time um, take a, a blow like I've never seen before. I saw he lost confidence. I saw he was scared. And um, at that moment, I sort of rised to the occasion as a powerful woman and and what I could bring to the table. And I was not going to bring sympathy to the table. I was not going to feel sorry for him. And I wasn't for one second going to let him think that he was anything less than his full potential. So I understood in that moment that my role was going to be, how do I I get this man returned and restored back to who he was and also to unleash, let him unleash his own freedom to go out and devour the world and unleash his potential to the world. So, uh, so it started with a game called the lotto game. It's in the book. I won't really get into it, but the quick synopsis of the lotto game is after we played it, I said, what would you do with a billion dollars? We played this game over and over and over. What would you do if you won the lotto? And then we worked our way up to a billion over a period of time of playing this game. What that game did was that it got him thinking about, well, if he was a billionaire, what he would, the level of the playing field he would be on, the scope of the people he would have to know, how he would have to have his products and services exchanged with 
millions, if not billions of people in, in order to return a billion. It got him to start thinking and studying about corporations that have a billion. It also gave him a freedom of, well, if I was a billionaire, you wouldn't care about having to make 300 calls and getting 300 notes. You wouldn't care. You're a billionaire. What would you be if you were a billionaire? And then he had another realization. Okay, well, if I was a billionaire and I could really operate freely as that, why do I need digits in a bank account and money that I'm never going to see? Even if, you know, we had a billion just in a savings account right now, we're never going to see a billion dollars. So you know what I'm saying? Like it's in a bank account. It's digits. It's made up. It's not real. Mm -hmm. Like it's not like really real. It's not tangible. Yeah. You're not. So why do you need that in order to be and assume the role of a billionaire mindset? So it got him to all of a sudden be thinking bigger and, and whatnot. And that was the birth of it. And so then the vision became when at, in 2008, and I was willing to, to leave my dreams, my acting career on a gamble of a man and his company and business what would what how do i use every asset that i have and what my strong suits were in order to facilitate him moving the ball down the field and 2008 we were under a large lawsuit the his business as we knew it was over i was pregnant with our first child i was not getting any acting jobs i was not going to be the one to put food in our un, you know our newly born child's mouth grant was just further down the road than I was and his business had more of a viability and an opportunity. So I looked at how I could facilitate everything that he would need. And at that time we had maybe three to five employees. We officed out of our house, the guest house. There was no business. There was no office. I ran. I, I, so I really had more hands-on back then of how I could be the behind the scenes operations to facilitate him being environment distraction free to, to make us win. So along the way from 2008 to here, we went through a sacrifice phase, no, no vacations, no eating out, being called fuddy duddies. When, why is, you know, work, you know, all work, you know, just all that pressure from so many people while we were building this thing. So there was tremendous amount of um, strategies and implements that we had to get along the way in order to create this empire. And then along that, you know, in the, you know, in the past maybe five or six years, I've had the opportunity to meet a handful of multi-billionaires. And I went meeting them and being around them with the expectation that they were going to teach me something or I could gain something from them or I had put something on them, which is that they know more than me, which actually invalidated myself. And in those situations of being let down by the handful of billionaires that I've met, every single one of them let me down. Was it fair? Uh, of me to put these expectations on them? I don't know, maybe. But the fact of the matter is, is I was let down by them. And it got me thinking, you know, Grant has so much more valuable information than the product that they were offering that got them the billion dollars. Grant can actually help people in a bigger way. I believed in Grant. I said, why is he not walking amongst giants? He's a bigger giant than all of those. And when Grant gets there, 
there. We're going to bring all of the, 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 the me's, the, the little guys like Grant, Lake Charles, Louisiana, Elena, New Orleans, Louisiana. We weren't born into this. I never went to college. I quit school. You know, I ended school at 17 when I graduated high school. Those people make me uncomfortable, to be honest, you know. And so I figured, wow, Grant, you have an opportunity here to really lead a movement. And so that we could go to the top and we can be at the top with our people. We don't have to be at the quote unquote top with those people who make us feel uncomfortable, who don't let us into the little clique who we're never going to fit in with and who ultimately let us down. Why don't we just break the glass ceilings for the little me's and have all of our people up there who we really want to be with anyway. So that really opened up a door. And that's when I told him, you need to be a billionaire. And I told him just like that, you need to be a billionaire. (laughs) And when I said that, you know, it blurted out of my mind race like that. I didn't realize when I said that he didn't hear the conversation in my head. So it really (laughs) offended him when I said that. And he understandably so, because he's the one that has to push and shove and hammer and make the phone calls and hire the people and run the staff and do, you know, it's him. So when I have these visions and I blurt them out in an unprepared manner, I can understand why he's upset. But when I finally got him to understand like that, that's who he is and that is his potential. And he owes that responsibility to all the people in his life that, you know, his biggest goal in life is he, they call him uncle G. He wants to be the uncle that never showed up for him when his father died at 10 years old and he kept waiting for his uncle to come in and mentor him and help him. And now he's at a point in his life where he can be the uncle and help people. So for him not to be a billionaire, it's not about me needing a nicer jet or nicer clothes or jewelry. Honestly, I like those things, but I I really don't need them. It's It's not what gets me personally. I like them though. But it's not about the money for me. The money is a symbol and you need symbols in life to prove to yourself that you're on the right track. You get validated for making enough right decisions. You get validated for avoiding the right people, the wrong people. None of that can even be quantified because in all the right decisions we have made to stay away from all the uh, lawsuits or all the bad people or all the people that can make you lose money and hurt, you'll never know that because we didn't go down that road. So I don't wanna say that those things and material things are not important because they're very important. They're the equivalent of the Super Bowl ring. The Super Bowl ring means Mm -hmm. something to those guys who have committed their lives, blood, sweat, tears, discipline, pushing through the thinking they were going to fail, working as a team. You know, when they get the Super Bowl ring, it's not about a ring on their finger. It's about the symbol of that ring. So those things are important for that. And, um, and so that's where kind of my role has been in the relationship is really, you know, getting him to really acknowledge who he really is and, and, and trying to create a space for him to be able to fully go in that direction without, you know, certainly without having to worry about his wife or his kids or his family. I, I love that. And I love that you clearly play such a 
important role in the family without letting without holding him back at all you you do the exact opposite you let him fly and i think that's if i could guess i mean your course is about to come out this 10x 10x relationships i think that's so much of that you have two very strong roles that have to come together and that's where you do like you said you get to lead a movement and it's really that vision your vision and his vision multiplied by all of his action because he's this massive action taker everybody knows his name i mean action 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 i I'm crazy on social media and I remember I was, I don't know where I heard it from him. And he's just like, oh, you know, just, of course, you know, 10 exit, 10 exit. I'm like, good God, Grant, I don't think I can 10 exit. I am all over the place. I'm like, I'm everyday podcast, TikTok all over the place, YouTube every day, Facebook multiple times. I'm like, well, Grant says to do three, at least three times more a day. Okay. All right. What am I going to do? And, and I, and I think that's so important. It really is that vision and that action is what's equaling the results. And I, I love the results that you and your husband have had. And I hope everyone heard that validation of the material things. It's not that Elena's material driven. It's a symbol of years and years of sacrifices. And she talked about, you know, billionaires disappointing her and people along the way saying you're funny duddies, right? How many people call me? I think everyone's like, you're so boring. You never go out. I'm like, okay, listen, listen, people, I will go out like in my fifties or something. I got energy now. Okay. I have things to do. Um, but I, and I, I love that. Cause I think some people who get categorized as the workaholics or whatever it is, I'm sure you have, I'm sure he has. It's like, yeah, but that there's so much freedom in that discipline. You get to live this beautiful, blessed I, life. I get, um, criticized for cracking the whip on him too much. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's true. I do. I'm like, if that guy goes idle or bored for a long period of time, that energy will get unleashed on me. So I am constantly focusing him out and on targets that are not me. You're like, Grant, go to work. Get out of here. <laughs> so I, I wonder then, so, um, how do you work together? What are some of your roles and then some of his roles that do come together? There's a lot of people that follow me that work businesses with their partners. Um, my partner works with me. He does. I'm, I'm the dancing monkey. I'm the grant. And then he's putting stuff together, doing a lot of the technology stuff behind all of it. Um, how, how do you two work together though? And then do you have any tips or advice for, for couples who are working together? And yeah, uh, for the, for the, the advice for the couples that are working together, um, figure out like literally plot out on paper who does what who gets to be the boss of what department and division are you the boss of the accounting are you the boss of the social media are you the boss of um you know the marketing are you the boss of the creativity are you the boss of follow-up like what is it you you break every single division that comes out into categories and based on the strengths and the weaknesses of the two, you have to figure out who does what and who's the boss of what. Therefore, it alleviates again, a lot of internal fighting because if it like, I'm saying this for example, like if he's the boss of the social media, he runs all of that. That's not the case, but because I do my own, but I'm just pretending right now for the sake of business. Yeah. If he was in charge of the social media and all the uh, advertising or what videos go out or what promotions go out, then I could have uh, my opinion about it. I could say, I don't like that. I think you should hit more on this or this or this. But at the end of the day, that person who's the boss of the social media, if that's their strength, then no matter what the decision is at the end of the day, the other partner would back that decision. 
Um, and so that's the way it is run in our organization. Um, Grant, for obvious reasons, runs every one of the businesses that is his department. He does not need to question me about spending a bill or hiring a person or whether he's going to purchase a property or can I buy the plane? I mean, like he, he does not come to me for any of that. He gets to make all those executive financial decisions in those areas because I trust him. I know he knows exactly what he's doing. He's conservative financially. He protects our money. He doesn't lose money. That's his strength. Um, I, I do other things. I run everything underneath the household who works in the household, every decision that goes along with the children, whether they have a sleepover, they're going to get homeschooled or Whatever, every single area in the house domain and, and in our social life, everything is run by, like, run through me, by me. He does not bypass me. Again, he can advise me and tell me what he thinks or doesn't think. I didn't ask him. I brought home two kittens last Saturday. I saw. <laughs> I'm the CFO of the family. I'm the chief family officer. That's my strength. You know, I, I'm, you know, I know how he feels about it. We didn't want animals. I agree with him. But I made a decision based on the greatest good for my family for right now. I thought the whole thing through and I made an executive decision and he did not like it, especially for the first 24 hours. He's wrapped his head around it now and he understands that he's on board. But that's, again, the level of trust that we have with each other. It's like, no, if I'm really going to be the boss of the family like get behind my decision now and support it this is what it what is and what's done is done is done so you know and 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 that's the good thing about our relationship is that we do trust that we each know what we're doing and for me it was a, the best decision like giving the girls a purpose right now and an animal to take care of and the level of joy and happiness that it has brought us especially during this quarantine time it's almost i mean it's really alleviated a lot of stress it's been so much more beneficial than I even imagined to begin with. So, so that's kind of an idea of how we work. I mean, I can't really go into all the details of everything I do because it's this angle, it's that angle, it's, hey, so-and-so, let's watch so-and-so. Hey, it's, you know, Sherry, who's the COO contact. It's so, do you know what I'm saying? There's other behind the scenes maneuvers that some I'll never be able to say ever. And some I'm kind of alluding to now. It's like, how do you categorize them? My job is to protect the empire, to keep Grant focused uh, around people that are going to keep him focused, that are not going to pull attention away from him. I watch what problems actually do make it to his plate. I want him winning in life and helping people. I want him focused on the $100 million real estate deal. I don't want him worried about the one guy who used to be a fan who's now uh i got all i can out of my mentor and i'm moving on and i don't <laughs> like grant cardone anymore why do i need him to know about that person that person needs to get cut off of every single one of my lines and forgotten about like discarded like a dirty dog grant doesn't need to be uh bothered by those types of irrelevance mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying so there's a lot more to what I do than maybe what it looks like on the surface. I don't think so. I think it looks like you're extremely yeah. involved. I honestly do. Just so you know, you look extremely involved. You look like the protector 
of the man that you would just, you would do anything for. Uh, you look like you are the one who holds all of it together. There's really no other better way to describe that. It's very evident, I think, from an outside eye, how powerful you, Elena, your role is in Cardone Enterprises. You, He's the mover and shaker. He's clearly the one closing, like you said, the $100 million deals. He's doing all the stuff that he loves. But I love that you gave the directive of find out what each other's roles are. You know, this is what I'm good at. This is what you're good at. This is what you do. This is what I do. And I trust you. You trust me. I mean, I think you're 15 years married now, um, if I'm not mistaken. That's right. 15 That's years. Right. 16 and a half together, but 15 years of marriage. That's I love right. it. It's like, it's just obvious. And and I want to respect your time, so I'll wrap this up. But I just so you know, everyone I think knows what Elena Cardone does in regards to Cardone Enterprises. You You run a beautiful household, but on top of that, I think we can all agree that without without you in his life, everything kind of spirals. He needs that. Every man, I feel like, needs that woman who holds it together that they know is just that pillar who will, will never judge them, will never tell them they're crazy, um, and will support their wildest goals and dreams and aspirations. And you are clearly that for him. And your relationship, it inspires millions of people. There, people there's no way it doesn't. Um, and I'm sure it spreads much further than you even realize. And you you certainly inspire a lot of people to dream bigger, think bigger. I'm a visionary as well. And I just, I'm like, man, like, let's go. There's so much to do in this life. And, I, and I'm really blessed that I hooked up with someone who, you know, is such a hammer and such a beast. And, and, and we just matched up beautifully because what I do um, – is a lot of time up here and sometimes these people need the people who are on the ground force to make that come together um so i mean we're an amazing team and we really have figured out our strengths and our weaknesses and we're validated for that with each other and uh, we divide and conquer and ultimately we're just really blessed that we have the same mission the same vision and the same core values so same mission, same vision, same core values. Elena Cardone, you're unbelievable. I'm super glad we got to have this time together. I uh, don't see you nearly enough, so hopefully we can change that. Is there anything you would like people to know? I know you have a lot of stuff out right now, maybe some closing thoughts of things that you have that you would love for people to check out of yours, because I'm uh, sure they will. Yeah, you know, uh, I have my Build an Empire online university. It's 75 segments. It's a real deep dive into some of the topics that I touched base on here, really a better understanding on how to implement this into your life with exercises and whatnot. If anyone is interested in my university, they would go to elenacardone.com forward slash university and sign up. I've slashed the prices to make it very affordable during coronavirus time. I really want to be sensitive to everyone's needs. However, I do also understand that um, in order for anyone to really get the most out of something, they do have to have skin in the game. They do have to invest time, energy, and money in order to receive the return. It's just valued more than when it's free. Otherwise, I would give it for free. I give a lot of free content um, because I have such, you know, my mission is to help people. Um, I'm very connected with that. It's very, that's part of our mission. That's, that's what we represent, whether people want to criticize that, believe it, not believe it. I know it's in my heart. And so, uh, yeah, the online university is really going to help fast track, uh, 
anyone who's interested in building an empire, whether they're single or not, is completely irrelevant. But it will help you fast track your way to success personally, financially and professionally in that online course. Awesome. Well, I'll make sure I include that link in the show notes for anybody who is more of a, uh, you just like to click things and then go by. It'll be in the show notes. Elena, I appreciate you so much. Thank you for your time. I know you're busy and uh, I had a great time. Thank you so much for having me on today. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Guys, make sure you screenshot this if you got value. Go ahead, put it in your Instagram, Facebook, etc. stories and tag myself and Elena Cardone. Hope you all got a ton of value today. I'm sure you did. Go build your empire. Yes.